0: you look like you've got a christmas jumper on i have it's flipping cold so <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not, even mid, christmas... not even mid-november yet it's cold though i don't know what it's it like is... around where you are but it's cold here it's cold but you surely have other jumpers and a christmas jumper to dig out surely that's dug out for one day of the year and one day of the year only
1: This is a nice, thick jumper, which uh, saves me putting the heating on. So I'll put this on any day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting you to say, no, it's not a Christmas jumper. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not a, um, it's a subtle Christmas jumper. So it's not got like Santa on it or anything, but it is uh, Christmas related, Christmas themed. (laughs) You're saving that one for the next podcast. That's it, yeah. Nearer to nearer to Christmas, we'll to get that one out, break that one out.
0: <laughs> oh, we should yeah, We could do a Christmas episode and have our Christmas jumpers on. Not that we release video format. We could eat mince no. pies and do all that stuff. That'd be, funny.
1: <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, so sort of ASMR, someone eating a, eating a mince pie. Yeah. So what's going on? Uh, getting ready for microconf, actually.
0: Looking forward oh, to it. Oh, you are, aren't you?
1: Yeah. Happens on Monday, yeah.
0: Are you not going? No, I'm not going. No, I decided yeah. not to. Because, you know, if we had an airport right next to Bude I would go, but with all the strikes going on and the yeah. long journey from Butte to, I think, Gatwick, it would have been to fly. Yeah. like, that's one hell of a journey itself, never mind that the long flight to, well, not long flight, but flight to, yeah,
1: but I, I've cool.
0: taken a week off, oddly enough, so, and huh. um, I, just to sit at home and twiddle my thumbs and do nothing is the aim, but I was thinking I could, could, could do it because I said to Sophie, it doesn't. It's not really a week off because I still got to manage the kids and the dog and so on. She's like, we well, yeah. don't get a week off from life. It's just a week off of work. And I was like, <laughs> well, if I'd have actually gone to Microconf, I probably would have had more of a week off. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe I yeah, should have so regret that decision. <laughs> yeah, I, I did actually look at the flights again, and they had skyrocketed when I looked right. a couple of weeks ago. So it's just like, yeah. Uh, that's the way, isn't it? And getting nearer the time,
1: they just go through the yeah.
0: minutes. I always well, like, I always thought, like, last minute flights, you'd get you get cheaper ones because they need to sell the seats off. But I've never had that experience myself.
1: No, it, it used to be the way, didn't it? That's where lastminute.com came from, wasn't it? Last minute holidays and flights mm. and things, but it's not so much anymore. I can't yeah, even well, drive there. I can't even
0: drive there or cycle there because there's an island in the middle of nowhere, right?
1: So yeah, well, somebody is driving. There's a guy. Um, <laughs> one one guy's on the on the Slack group saying he's going to drive there. He did it last year, actually. I think it was last year. Anyway, I met him. Uh, he's from not far from here and he's going to drive all the way. He's leaving. He's, I think he's leaving today, which is Friday, and he's expecting to get there on Monday.
0: <laughs> What's he doing? Getting a ferry to Malta
1: or something? Must be. Must be. I guess you can drive across into Europe and then drive down to somewhere and get a ferry. But Maybe he's got a James Bond submarine car or something. <laughs> that would. That I would like to see.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Yeah.
1: How's November started off for you anyway? It's been pretty good. Um so weirdly, October was quite, quite a quiet quieter month than I expected. Took on a few new customers, but not as many as I was hoping. But this month so far has been pretty good. Yeah, we've been growing pretty well. I've been pretty busy, um, just general general stuff, but working on the things that we talked about last time, doing a bit of marketing. Um well actually not not producing any marketing, but doing a lot of the the planning side of it that we talked about last time. So I took a day off to sit down and read April Dunford's book. Oh yeah. Obviously awesome. So I bought it ages and ages ago, and I I got halfway through it, and I was I think I was trying to read it in bits and bobs rather than sitting down and properly taking it in and taking notes and things. So as part of the the thing I said I'd do last time, which I want to get into some more content around videos and things, I wanted to make sure I'd I was targeting them properly. So I thought, well, I'll read this book again and just see what it says about positioning and so on. And it was really good. I spent the whole day not doing any work and just reading the book, making notes. Came up. And I think, I thought I had kind of got position right. I didn't think there was much of a positioning choice for me in my market. with It's, you know, it's out of school clubs, basically. Um, but within that, I did find looking at my customer base and, you know, uh, look at different attributes, different people. I did find probably a good um, a good way to position myself, which I think we will do. Start to change things. It's a bit of a big task, isn't it? Because you have to change everything, all the mm. messaging and everything. But um, yeah, the plan is I've set up some interviews with some of those customers, um, yep. To talk to them, and then hopefully that will lead into some insights of what they need, want, all that sort of sort of thing, and then be able to start working on copy.
0: Be time to change your onboarding emails then as well, which we mentioned last time. Which uh, yeah, you can use uh, switch to user list then too.
1: Yeah. So did you did you complete that? Did you no
0: to users epic fail? So uh, well, I registered, set up, did some testing stuff around creating users and accounts and so on. I've written the emails, but then it's just I've just stopped on it. And I'll come on to kind of why I've been struggling a bit with getting that done um, in a okay. little bit, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, what was funny though was um Benedict uh, reached out and said, Oh, I heard mm-hmm. you heard on a podcast you mentioned UserList. Uh, and we've been we've been going uh, back okay. and forth anyway, because he's on Tiny Seed uh, yeah. in a Slack. And so he said, Oh if you need any more. I'd asked him some questions already and and he um he said, Oh, if you need any more help or want to jump on a call to get it implemented. And uh, let me know. And I was like, well, it's actually time that I'm struggling with really to get it done. So it's not, a, it's, no, there's no technical challenges. It's just a time thing. Um, right. But yeah. So it's cool. Cool. Well, I mean, are you good? So you're still planning to do it, obviously. It's just a matter of when you can fit it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. So November started really slow for us um, from a sales point of view. So we've had a few cancellations. We've had a few customers fill those gaps. So we're kind of back like a third of the way through the month and kind of mm. kind of where we were at the end of October. Like October finished quite well, actually. Um, right. That was a good month. But yeah, this month's just been slow so far for whatever reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering whether some of my, because it is a bit better this start of November, I'm wondering actually if it's just some spillover from October, to be honest, because, you know, different people take longer times to get through the trials and we don't generally cut them off at the end of the trial. We'll extend it or whatever. So it could possibly be just that it's a spillover. But yeah, I've been pleased with it, the way it's gone. Like the demos have been high numbers for the demos i've run in, in november so far so yeah it's been been good
0: yeah so i'm doing lots and lots of demos like our new trials registrations is really really good um one of those is through kind of a partner marketing thing where we've offered an extended trial so that's actually 60 days so that'll take ages for those to kind of feed through and become customers not till january actually and then from the demos that i'm doing i kind of offer them an extended trial anyway from 14 days to 30 days so again right. it'll be won't be till December that they come through, but those try the demos are people that we wouldn't have got from a into a trial anyway, from like our organic marketing, I guess, because it's more of an outreach. that yeah. we're getting there. So obviously- yeah, so those
1: are the people. Those are the people that want to have a look at it before they actually commit to sort of setting it up and getting
0: into the trial and stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. Cool. Enjoying doing the demos, though, and uh, yeah, everyone's coming in with the kind of problem that we solve. So hopefully they'll convert in the end.
1: That's great. Yeah, when when you get that feeling of you know you you're sort of preaching to the converted sort of thing. It feels great, doesn't it? When you're going through a demo and you can see people nodding and saying, yeah, that's what we want or whatever.
0: It's, it's really good. I was expecting quite a few people to come on and just say, uh, just, I like trying out new SEO tools so I just sort of jump on the call. But <laughs> people have actually been saying, oh yeah, we've been making lots of changes and we need a better way of recording the results and the impact of those yeah. changes. Like, well, that's what we can help you with, makes it so much great. easier and nicer for both parties. <laughs> <laughs> I got sounds uh, good. uh uh a little take, you know, Twitter and Facebook have been laying people off. Yeah. So I think Facebook laid off 11% of staff or something like that. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a, it was I, I, a lot anyway, and Twitter obviously have as well. Tens of thousands, wasn't it? Twitter, Twitter, 10, Twitter can be for other reasons, obviously, because Elon Musk has just taken yeah. over and Facebook yeah. and even Facebook, you know, you could say they've overhired. But one thing I would like to say to the, two, the, the CEOs of these two companies now, if you sorted out your ad platform, I would spend more <laughs> money with you. And so if their ad platforms weren't so frigging complicated and so on, I'm sure a yeah. lot of people would spend more money with them. Do you know, you're right. I agree. Totally. Because whenever so I think it's all their about... own frigging faults.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Totally. Because half the reason I don't run more Facebook campaigns is because it is so complicated. And I, I, you get in there and I'm like, I've got no clue what I'm supposed to be doing here. And it can take hours just to try and search and find what it is you're supposed to click and what you're supposed to put where and all that crap. And what does this mean when it gives you a warning message? You know, it's, mm. it's mental. Yeah, I agree totally.
0: I think they tried to make it so complicated to confuse people into spending more money, but people have just mm. ended up throwing their hands up in the air, well, speaking from a survey of two anyway, ended up throwing <laughs> their hands in the air going, I can't even be involved with this. Let's uh, I'll try something different. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I... I I
1: definitely quite often think, oh, I could run that as a Facebook ad and then I think, oh, do you know what? I just can't be bothered.
0: Mm. It's going to take too long. So if Elon or Mark are listening, sort out your ad platforms. (laughs) Like on Facebook, I can't even advertise at the moment because my account is still locked. Um, There's no way to contact support about it. There is no support. It just, you get this redirect loop of saying, do you want to contact support? Yes. What's your issue? And then it just redirects you to another blank article saying this is what you need to do. Um, And so I can't even spend any money with Facebook at the moment. I've got no way of getting my account Add account back to it's ridiculous that's crazy isn't it that is just mental So yes. um, there you go so
1: talk, talking to twitter have you have you uh signed up for the verified blue twitter whatever it is called these days that you pay eight pound a month eight dollars a month no i haven't no have you no
0: i haven't no i don't, I don't even know really. what it means i mean no exactly that's it, it and it keeps changing like you launched it was launched and it had one label on your account if you were you signed up and then they removed that label and then yeah, like so you, see, you now get, so the blue tick was for people that were verified,
1: wasn't it? So they'd gone through all this mm-hmm. process of saying, I am who I am and all that kind of crap. Um, so they got the blue tick. But now you can pay $8 and you get a blue tick. So you're kind of verified, but not
0: verified. Um, it just well, it's weird. not really verified, is it? It's just, well, as no. official, I think they've even had two verification levels now, haven't they?
1: Yeah. So they had, they, they like you say, they released that thing where it said official. So you had the blue tick and it also said official. And then they got rid yeah. of the official, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't really care to be honest. <laughs> no, I don't either. It's just uh it just fills
0: up your timeline, doesn't it, when you go into Twitter and it kind of makes you wanna switch. Well I've just had low more low more bots seem to be following me since Elon Musk really? took it over for whatever reason. Um yeah, I don't who knows. Who knows? Who knows indeed. So yeah. I've signed, um... signed up for Mastodon though.
1: Um, just created an account and that was pretty clunky. I'm not <laughs> i I'm not I look at it occasionally, but I can't imagine that's going to take off particularly well. Unless something dramatic happens with Twitter, I don't think that's going to be the answer.
0: Well, he was threat- uh, Musk was tweeting last night that they are going they might run out of cash in the next few days or something. So mm. you never know. And all because Maybe that's the I don't thing spend happen, more advertising yeah. money with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've been... Um, one of the things, because like, I, I was thinking before jumping on this, like what have I got done over the last couple of weeks? I just seem to be like... Um, struggling to think about what I had kind of achieved because the, the aim last last time we spoke was to get user list done. Yeah. I just seemed to have been busy, like my legs spinning, doing demos and things like that. Um, and so we had a call with Chris, uh, the tiny seed A uh, bunch. We had a call with Chris Savage, the CEO and founder of Wistia. Oh, right. And it was around marketing and founder questions, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so one of the things I've found, because I've, I've stopped coding, still stopped doing that, which is all good. Um, so I'm spending more time on marketing. And so... I guess when I switched to be doing that I was like right now I've got more time on marketing we should be like testing loads of new channels doing lots of other stuff mm-hmm. and so the problem with I found with marketing is that it's very itty bitty small bits of work like you're saying you'll set yeah. up a Facebook ad but then you have to wait for the results to come in to see whether it's worked so mm-hmm. I'd kind of do that <clears throat> set up an ad but then you go well what am I going to do next oh, i might as well do something else on twitter let's go do something on there and then oh let's set up some linkedin ads or let's rewrite our onboarding process and you end up with doing about what i have anyway like about 10 different projects yeah and you end up just i've just ended up going oh just so overwhelmed with all this stuff going on because i've started all these different projects and so on and trying out all these different channels i just don't seem to have made any progress on any of them and so one of my questions to him i've got two that I can kind of mention the answer. So one was just had to stop taking on so much from a marketing perspective, and his viewpoint was just pick one channel and double down on it. So yeah. the one channel that's working, double down yeah. on it, and <clears throat> it's the kind of thing you know and makes sense. So it's just good to hear it from someone else.
1: Yeah. Um, the thing, do you remember you you did the Dan Mattel thing, didn't you? As well, the growth accelerator. Mm. One of the th- one of the training that training courses that they had was the thing. Was it called the growth map? So his thing was always about doubling down on one channel, and so. I can't remember the different steps now, but you basically had like this this grid where you had like uh, vertical columns with channels and then you've got like three or four things that you need to complete for each of those channels. Like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I can't remember exactly what they were, but the sales copy, what's the call to action for that copy? Um, how do you then convert them? And so you basically, the idea was that you focused on one channel until you'd got it singing basically and running like on flywheel or whatever. So it's it's just working for you. And then you move to the other channels. And because you're filling in these steps down in that one channel, some of those steps will apply to the other channels as well. So you'll be partially complete on the other channels. And then you focus on the next channel and you do that. Sounds like, you know, I always thought that was really good. If you can, you know, focus and put it into practice, that was a really good idea. And try not to get distracted with the other channels. Because then yeah. you go really deep on one channel until it's really working. And then you move to the next one. I think it was growth um, stacking, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that way stacks the channels on top of you it. something it's <coughs> growth map or growth stack or something like that yeah man. but it's, i think you can get it for free as well that training it wasn't just part of the course if you search for Dan Martel and growth map or whatever it is i think you'll find
0: it so yeah i think i just switched off well cuz we've got seo as our main channel and that's been that work was is working well and i think i've just switched too early from that and we just need to double down on on that um yeah obviously we've never we haven't fulfilled the potential of seo as a channel nowhere even near yeah. i would even scratch the surface so i don't know why i was thinking of them um, of switching away from that but so that's quite kind of quite almost a relief actually to like look at the projects list and just go no not gonna do that not, not and yeah. double down on what what we are doing so but
1: i think it's what you alluded to though where you, you set something off with marketing and then you have to wait before you see any results you don't see it immediately so if you go somewhere else you can achieve something and feel like you've tick The box of achievement, you know, and mm. you might even see a result or something. But, um, so that sort
0: of endorphin rush is very, very tempting. The other thing that uh, he said as well was to, when you're picking a channel or when, you, when you're choosing a channel, the channel's already working that you're going to double down on. Uh, choose a channel that you enjoy working on, which makes sense yeah. too. So, um, that is good. And obviously, trying to mess around with Twitter ads and Facebook ads and so on, <laughs> we've alluded to, <laughs> yeah. isn't the most fun experience that. in the world, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but then the second thing I meant uh, asked him about was uh, so obviously when you're coding or when I'm coding or you're coding, it's quite easy to get in flow and spend mm. four to six hours working on something, and the day's gone, and you feel productive at the end of it. And so my a second question I asked was kind of around how do you find flow when you're working on marketing or sales or doing founder-related stuff? Because as I kind of mentioned with marketing, it's lots of itty-bitty tasks of setting up an ad, and then you know you can't do anything with it until the next few days when data starts to roll in. With sales, it's like Doing a demo or a webinar and then a 30 minute gap, and you've got another demo, that kind of thing. Yeah. And with founder stuff or sales as well, it's like sending the odd email here to chase someone up or sending the odd email there when you've got five minutes. It's just like how do you find flow with that? Um Yeah. I think one of the well, before I'd ask I'd asked that first question first, like cutting down on the channels would help, I think, in terms of finding flow, of being able to concentrate on one channel or one and a bit where you're perhaps for an experiment on the second. Um but his his answer was just to find a framework which wasn't particularly great, but then as an answer, because I I don't know what, I'm going to follow up with him on that and say what framework are you using? (laughs) Um, (laughs) And apart from him saying, yeah, it is quite hard to find flow doing that related stuff. Um, One of the things I'm going to look at doing, I put in a tiny seed slack, was just asking other people whether they'd hired an executive assistant or an assistant, um, just to kind of cut down on a lot of the stuff that I'm doing that I don't need to be doing. Because the previous week, I just literally noted down everything to a real granular level of all the stuff I was doing, even down to sending in individual emails and stuff just to have like a list of stuff to go through and go through the old delegate, eliminate, simplify or automate steps. Um, and like, sometimes you can ask a question in any community and it takes a while for people to answer. But I asked this one about executive assistants and like within seconds, everyone was like going, yeah, best thing I ever did. Yeah. My friend did this, <laughs> best thing ever. And I guess I was going to ask you, cause you've done something similar, haven't you with you? And well, first of all, like in a non-remote world, when we used to have an office, this would, this kind of person would be like an office manager, wouldn't they? Yeah. Like doing admin yeah. tasks and keeping the things running and invoicing and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether exec assistant is the right name for this kind of person in the remote kind of world. And yeah, I know you've, you've had experience, haven't you, with, uh, yeah. So, involved with this. so I have Sue that,
1: that does some stuff for me. She's, she is. Actually, a virtual assistant. That's what she just calls herself. Um, she's based in the UK, so she's not. I know a lot of people use people from places like the Philippines, where it's quite a lot cheaper, and so on. But I know her. I've known her for years, and the and she did this, so that's why I chose Sue. And, and she's dealing with like the the billing. She does a lot of the billing stuff, so she's in QuickBooks, in the accounting stuff. So I wanted someone I could trust to do that as well. Um, but yeah, it's been brilliant. It's, it saved me a load of time. So she does all of the sort of <laughs> We have to like reconcile invoices and things like that, and payments that come in via not Stripe and so on. So she does all of that, which saves me even thinking about it, which is great. Uh, and then I also got her to do some social media stuff as well. So she takes some articles that I've got, pulls out um, you know relevant quotes or whatever from the articles, and then s- uh, sets them all up in Buffer to be scheduled as tweets and Facebook posts and that sort of thing. So I don't have to worry about that either; that just happens automatically. Yeah, it's great. Cause those things potentially wouldn't get done if she didn't do them, especially the social media stuff that which just wouldn't get done unless yeah. she did it. So you said she's part time. Yeah. She's part time. She, she works. She charges by the 15 minutes. I think it is. Right. Um, and just dips in when, when she can through the day. It's not, she got, has she got any spare work. time for another client. Yeah, she has, she has. Yeah. If you want to yeah, put me in, in touch, know, it,
0: yeah, <laughs> I'll put you in touch definitely. And, uh, you know, if you get on, it might work out for you. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Cause I thought about all the admin stuff that you mentioned around billing and invoicing and stuff like that. Um, and I thought, yeah, someone to do social media stuff as well would be really, really useful to the fact that she's already doing that. for
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. I think in terms of what, um, so, so one of the things was like with the social media stuff, it's kind of like, well, will she pick the things to say that I would say or whatever. And, and whilst it's not vital, as long as it's it's not ridiculous what she's putting out, whatever. So we went through a stage of like a Trello board where she'd write the tweets and then I'd review them and, move them over into approved or whatever and then she could schedule them so we did that for a couple of weeks until she kind of got a feel for what it is that i wanted to do and that worked out pretty well awesome
0: just like yes that's good the kind of thing i need help with yeah yeah
1: yeah i'll put you in touch definitely see how you go cool
0: very good so what's your um i can see you're standing up at the moment i so have yeah got standing a standing desk have you new standing desk yeah so i got around to ordering one from ikea it came on monday put it all together so got standing desk at home and at work now although the work one is one of those very desks that sit on top of a normal desk and goes up and down obviously yeah but this one is just a big desk with the electric motors that go up and down right i went for the biggest one you can get from ikea which i think was out of stock which maybe had been the reason why i delayed getting it and it's massive. It's so nice having such a big desk. Just yeah. <laughs> to, I don't want to fill it with loads of junk, which is what generally happens. But when it's empty, it looks really nice as well. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want an L-shaped desk. In my little corner in my office here, I, I need like an L-shape. I'm not sure if you can get L-shaped desks that... Oh, yep, you can? You
0: can get the IKEA do them. Yeah. Ah, cool. I'll have to look into that. Got an IKEA in Reading as well. Got no excuse. It's just down the road. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not far. Project for you this afternoon. getting ready for microconf this afternoon nick oh there you go i'm all excited sorry so when are you flying out (laughs) i fly out monday morning so i've got an extra day there basically um i feel a bit guilty about that with uh sylvana and lois leaving them behind but at the same time it's it's kind of a bit of a treat isn't it to go to something like microconf so i like to make the most of it yeah definitely yeah what are you hoping to get out of it well it's a good point so in the past i've usually gone along with not really too much Mm -hmm. of an idea of what i want to get out of it but now I've got a few things that one of the things is this positioning that I've been working on. I want to talk to some people and see what they do about that sort of thing. Uh, it's producing video content. Last year I spoke to a guy that did an attendee talk. I, I've, I should have written his name down. I've forgotten it off the top of my head, but I'll, uh, he, he did a really good attendee talk about recording videos. And I had a chat with him afterwards and took some notes and I want to, hopefully he'll be there again. I'll catch up with him, but otherwise generally what people are doing with video and try and get some, some insight around that. Um, and then hiring as well. So, you know, I've got the developer that, that does 20 hours a week or it doesn't actually do 20 hours a week these days. It's, it's less than that. It's a bit random, which isn't ideal. And I don't know whether I'm a bit sick of hiring like from Upwork and so on. And we have talked about it before about actually employing somebody, you mm-hmm. know, some maybe some young uh, developer or whatever that's got a bit of get up and go about them that could do, do the job. So I think, you know, I'm going to keep my ear out for people that have done something similar or maybe have hired people full-time rather than uh, from Upwork or contractors or whatever and see what their experiences are to try and glean some insight in that. Because I really want to do it and I'm kind of right, feel like I'm right on the edge of, of putting a job ad out there for a full-time position, but then I get scared at the last minute because of all the things like, you know, employers, national insurance contributions, pensions, payroll, all the additional crap that you've got to then deal with. It just, uh, just makes me a bit nervous.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's a I good idea. A to, it- it's a it's a good idea to go with predefined questions or problems that you want to speak to people about, I think. Um yeah. like one of the, the benefits of having these founder calls on TinySeed is that you see the person who it is, they kind of list out what their areas of expertise are, and what yeah. I've done is I've kind of think, well that's what they're an expert in, what am I struggling in around those things. Um yeah. And then you kind of you have to list the questions before the call anyway, so you kind of have to pre-think about it beforehand, but yeah, it is good um like I think you will get more from it going. With a set of problems that you want point, to discuss, yeah. discuss with to people around. Yeah, yeah. I should probably hone those things into actually specific questions rather
1: than just a general. <laughs> what do you think about this? Yeah, <laughs> you're right. That's a good idea. Yeah, but looking forward to it. Generally, just uh, getting away and getting the uh, getting a bit of chat going and a few drinks
0: and meals and so on. It's always good. I was going to say, staying off the beer. I still stayed. I still haven't drank since May. Quite that's good going. Yeah, I don't even. Is that think the longest of, you've ever I've, done it? No, I did nine months before. Um, right yeah which included going to vegas so that's for work and stuff like that um so it's probably the second longest and to be honest it's probably well it's a lot easier and better now because of all the different no alcohol or low alcohol beers yeah. that are available now so kind of went i went down to the barrel which i think you've been to in beautiful yeah. when we came down here. So yeah so it's like a micro pub that only sells real ales and stuff like that which if i went to before i think you said uh, they got apple juice. Was there like, no alcoholic cider? <laughs> but, <laughs> but now, thankfully, like uh, quite a while later, he's got like low alcohol, no alcohol beers in. So um, yeah, yeah, I went down there on Saturday with some friends for a few pints, which was nice. Uh, Great, yeah. Have you
1: tried the uh, Guinness? I don't know if you like Guinness, but Guinness Zero. Um, no, so that's one I haven't tried, though, But I've heard good things about it actually. Yeah, I had some last night. Actually, it was darts night last night, and I was driving, so uh, I had some of those. They were they were quite nice. Not bad at all.
0: So, if I just said, because you texted me yesterday saying, Are you doing a podcast? Are we doing a podcast tomorrow? If I just said yeah. no, would you have got a lift and uh, had I was a few already beers? driving. No, <laughs> I was already driving.
1: Yeah. But um, it, there will be occasions when I do have a dart because darts is every Thursday. So, there will be occasions where I'll have been to darts the night before and maybe have had one or two drinks. <laughs> <laughs> they're,
0: they're, they're around the Fridays when we're not doing a podcast, I guess. But, yeah, well, let's hope we so. Time yeah. it nicely. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I guess that's me. Done. Yeah. Yep. you me talk too, about? really? Okay.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's nothing else. I mean, I had a nice... I was going to mention my week off when I went to... Um, on oh, half of course. Turn. Yeah, sorry. So we went... It was good, actually. I'm glad I did it a week off. We went up to... Um, so we went up to visit my granddad, which was the main purpose of the, of the visit. We'd like to go and see him at least once a year because he lives such a long way away. But we stayed in a place called Todmorden or Todmorden, however you pronounce it, um, in West Yorkshire, right on the border with Lancashire, uh, in the Pennines. So... We basically just did lots of walking around. There's, around there is where the Bronte sisters used to live. So they call it the Bronte country and the waterfall and things. It was amazing. Yeah, it was fantastic to chill out and get out there. We, we were lucky with the weather in that it was pretty sunny the whole time. Mm. It wasn't warm, but it was it was nice. And the dog loved it. So we loved it. It was great. Yeah. So it was fantastic De- decompress uh, for that week.
0: That's my plan next week. Not go to the Pennines, but um just take the dog out for long walks and stuff like that there's yeah. lots of footpaths and stuff around here that i've never explored so yeah so how come you're taking the week off Was
1: it just uh thing you'd have planned for ages or is there something happened that made you take the week off
0: no i just i just just need like I haven't had a week off or any time off since i don't know june i guess yeah yeah when we had a long weekend away in the cotswolds um so yeah it's just could do the holiday i should have taken half term off and we yeah. should have done something with the kids, but I think Sophie's work. No, Sophie wasn't working. That's sometimes the issue when the school holidays are on and Sophie is working. So, because right. she does um, Lego robotics classes and stuff like that. And they do a holiday club stuff. So, mm. but yeah, I should have taken that week off and we should have gone somewhere, but we didn't. So, I'm left taking next week off. And Cool. Just sticking that'd to the But that'd be nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That'd be nice. Cool. Excellent. All right.
0: Well, I'll take lots of notes for MicroConf. Come back and tell us what you've learned. I will. I will.
1: And uh, yeah, hopefully I will make it to all the talks and be able to take notes <laughs> awesome all right have a good time cool all right cheers see you, later, see. See you Nick bye